Welcome to this episode of 60 Second Retail, a BDO podcast keeping you in the know on events and trends in the retail and consumer products industry impacting your bottom line in just a few short minutes. Hello, my name is Natalie Cutler. I'm the national leader of the retail and consumer products industry group at BDO USA. With us today is Jennifer Valdivia, audit partner and West Regional Leader for the Retail and Consumer Products Industry Group at BDO USA. Jen is here to speak with us about a topic we've touched on in previous episodes, but we're revisiting because it's certainly a growing issue for the industry, and that is returns. How can retailers figure out how to manage this beast? So with us today is Jennifer. Welcome back. Thanks, Natalie. Great to be back. Right. So there has certainly been an increase in returns due to online shopping being the preferred method of purchasing these days. What new approaches are retailers taking to mitigate this issue? So it's interesting, you know, retailers are increasing the cost of returns, sort of scaling back on what we would call, in my mind, the easiness of buying online, even though really they created the behavior in and of itself. They trained us, you know, to buy as as much as we can, um, sort of didn't see the plummeting returns at hand, if you will. So I've seen everything from paying to ship product back, restocking fees, reducing time significantly to return merchandise. Um, Really, this could all result in a pushback to brick and mortar versus buying online or not to buy the product online at all um, if the return policy is too difficult. So in these days, with the cost of everything going up, consumers want it you know, as simple as possible and to keep as much money in their pockets as they can. You're exactly right. And given where we are with the economy and increased cost, increased inflation, is it really a viable solution for retailers to increase the cost to return these goods? I mean, won't that turn customers off? I mean, increasing costs isn't the only solution. Retailers can certainly offer discounts to customers um, to agree not to return the product at all. And so likely that discount is a better option than the product going all the way back through the shipping channels and remerchandising channels and the like. So, um, but with respect to turning customers off, certainly. I mean, it's it's definitely a risk to retailers. Um And it's why retailers should also try and capitalize on any data they already have. So um, a lot of retailers are utilizing reviews uh, of their previously purchased merchandise from their previous customers to help future customers determine what it is they're willing to buy and how they want to buy it um, and really make the right decisions up front so that it's less opportunity for returns. And so data becomes extremely important. So say for instance, you know, from an apparel perspective, something runs too big or too small, or the color is really not as represented, then the customer can think twice before they purchase the product on the front end and less likely um, to, to return the product as a result. Absolutely. And and I know exactly what you're referring to, because now if you put in, if we stick with the parallel, if we put in your size um, and whether you're tall or short, your height, whatever the case may be, you can get the reviews curated to your particular um, physique, style, size, whatever. So you can understand how it would be for you, how these, how these products would really function for you. So I I think that, I think you're right. I think that's a really great, um, great concept. 
Another one that we're seeing is third-party partnerships, like what we're seeing with Amazon and Kohl's. Do you think that's a solution? I mean, I think the punchline here is anything to make it easier for the customer. And so, uh, you know, for me, I'm an avid buyer of Amazon. I love the fact that I can return my stuff um, at Kohl's because the viability of a place for me to send my product, uh, have them accept my merchandise right away, scan it immediately, get my credit within a few minutes to an hour, um, it all becomes very timely. And then, you know, not all. Amazon returners shop at Kohl's, but the discounts there for, you know, foot traffic and the like for Kohl's as well, which makes it nice. You know, again, the reality is, is in my opinion, anything to make it easier, the better. You know, there are those one-off things or, you know, where you shop and uh, you want to do a return and you have to go through UPS or FedEx or the postal service and the like. And it's like, it's a pain, right? You have to print out the label and repackage everything. And then you got to make sure that, you know, your timing is the same as those vendors timing, albeit, you know, um, Kohl's, in, in my opinion, they're open later. So if you need to do something after work, like the Postal Service isn't going to be open. So again, it, it becomes uh, more about how you're you're curating things for your customers um, from a, a time perspective. Um, the harder the process, the more time consuming or difficult the process the more a customer is just going to go straight to their competitor. Exactly. And, and speaking of that, right, so you led me right into my next question. Um, how, how, how does this build or can this build consumer loyalty? Yeah, so, so loyalty is a, a great foundation of a lot of fantastic information. And you treat your loyalty customers right, they are going to just continue to be that as loyal as possible, but, but mess it up and, and you're going to, you're going to, you know, be hurting. Um, but adjusting a return policy can get complicated if you're creating differences between loyalty versus, you know, non-loyalty members. So you sort of have to be careful. Um, if you do the right thing from a customer experience perspective, you will get a more loyal following. The best customers from a loyalty program perspective um, could have additional perks, right? They could have free shipping or they could even have unlimited returns. Presumably, you know, those loyal customers, the amount that they buy would far outweigh that of the nominal returns they might have. They just, they, you create a better experience for them or perceived experience, if you will. Um, a retailer can provide additional incentives for exchanging merchandise versus a straight return of product. Um, they can provide future discounts. So you're bringing them back into um, the retail the environment for your, for your particular retailer uh, through future discounts or bonus points or giveaways. Anything to help curb the friction of the return process itself uh, will help. You know, really at the end of the day, a positive return experience can inspire a customer to purchase again and again and again from the same retailer. But of course, the opposite could also be true, that if returning merchandise is a headache, your customers are going to see it. Exactly right. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, if you have any questions for Jennifer or myself and what we've covered in this episode, please reach out to us using the contact us form on our podcast landing page. And don't forget to tune into our next episode so you can stay in the know. 
And that concludes this episode of BDO's 60-Second Retail Podcast. Don't forget to tune in for the next episode. To find more information on our hosts, guests, BDO services, or listen to previous episodes of 60 Second Retail, please visit www.bdo.com slash 60-second-retail. 